The following radio show takes place between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Events occur in fake time. I was paid to put on a killer show. All right, here we go yet again, fellas. Happy Thursday. It is, of course, Thursday, November 10th, 2022. It is season four, episode number 17, and we are doing yet another edition of The Very Interesting Show. And I don't want to say we got off to a rocky start, fellas, Justin and John, but uh, we did kind of press the go live button like 30 seconds right before the show started. And I didn't really have time to like kind of gather all my thoughts super together. So instead, what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to make fun of you uh, for a couple minutes. That way we can hit our stride. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make fun of you for a couple minutes for using chopsticks on your what? blue talkies because no, that's not crazy it reminded me of you need to just go all out and buy those uh the the gamer cheeto cheeto grabbers so they make these things right uh i talked about it on simulation radio live probably one of the later the last last shows of simulation radio live yeah. where they made this on it in, in the interesting show as well oh yeah yeah that's right and this product somehow is kind of cycling its way back into our lives or at least you know the relation to that product now uh he's there it is right there he's got his blue talkies with two fucking chopsticks and you, I think you need to just shell out and go for the the gamer chopsticks yeah. because they have the these like gamer chopsticks that we talked about, right? Where uh, you put it's you hold it on your finger, it like sits on your finger. Here, I'll switch the camera. You you can keep eating. I'll switch the camera back to me. I'll I'll, right. I'll do the job right now. You All can right. you can keep fucking chopping your blue takis up with your fucking chopsticks hey, over man, there. It prevents little Cheeto fingers. You see that blue? Tip? Oh God. That would be all on my fingers right now. You're talking fingers in this case. Mm-hmm. Talkie fingers. I fucking love those blue talkies, by the way. Uh, I tried go- them bef- before I had the regular talkies, yeah. and I fell in love with talkies through the blue talkie. Mm-hmm. It caused me to fall in love with the other kind of talkie. But there's this product, right, that you kind of let sit on your finger, and it's supposed to, like, you're supposed to be able to scrunch your fingers together, and it's supposed to act like gamer chopsticks, basically. At least yeah. that's what it's marketed towards, it's because... Like when you're holding, like, a controller. It's, like, supposed to be, like, right here. Yeah. Uh, between your, like, pointer and middle fingers, right? So you could be gaming, and you just do, like, a little pinching motion, right? Nah! <laughs> so you're able to just grab snacks while not getting anything on your, um... Anything on your controller. Oh, on your controller, of course. Right. Because everybody that they market this product to is a fucking uh, controller junkie that <laughs> they've got their Cheetos next to them. And th- here's the thing. I don't think that this would have stopped them from uh, eating the Cheetos. It's not like the alternative is either or the choices are either use my gamer chopsticks to eat the Cheetos or... Uh, not eat the Cheetos. That is not going to be a decision. They're no. eating the Cheetos regardless. So it's the choice between having Cheeto finger dust 
or Cheeto dust on your fingers versus uh, just yeah, having a nice Cheeto dust on your fingers because it's just going to fall down onto them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. I, here's the thing. I Funny story about that, which I don't know if I told this part of the story, but uh, back when I used to do like make a clip of the episode every night mm-hmm. and post that to Instagram as the promo for, oh, hey, the VOD for the show is up. Go watch it. Here's a clip from it. Uh, the clip that I used for the uh, Simulation Radio Live one day was that clip, that five-minute clip of like me going through the website of the fucking gamer chopsticks and tearing it apart. Like, going on almost, uh, kind of almost a I, I, you know, I'm not even going to classify that much as in a, the clown world territory. It was. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to classify that as a legendary rant because it's far from it. It was more like a boilerplate everyday rant where, you know, it it's not quite up to legendary level. It didn't quite make me that mad. But at the same time, it needed to be taken to task for something. Right. So I did in that five minute clip. Yeah. And then the person that designs that product, like the person that did all the marketing, designed it, did all the stuff, made the website, did everything. It's like uh, his baby. It was his baby. And like <laughs> he commented the only thing that he, <laughs> he commented. Saw <laughs> he saw the video. He commented on it, which led me to believe that he didn't watch the video because I'm pretty sure he would have, you know, had some spicier words for me. Well, what was the comment? Just like, I made this? Yeah, his, his, the only words in that comment were, I made this product. And I didn't know whether or not to feel bad or whether or not to be like, you know what? You know, no, I'm still going to tear into your product and not feel bad about it. Because here's the thing about, you know, kind of my attitude towards, you know, the shows and all that stuff. Right now, I still treat everything that we do and everything that I say under the mindset of, hey, uh, nobody cares right now. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Right. And, you know, the, you're the, not going to have the outreach where you're going exactly. to attack the creator of a product that you're ripping into would actually see it. That's not going to happen. Exactly. We're not that big. Exactly. That's the exact mentality that I had going into it. I went into that rant thinking there's a 0% possibility that I'll ever face repercussions for this. <laughs> Maybe best case scenario, some people find it funny, but, you know, I do don't think what's ever in a slightest chance of possibility going to happen is the creator of that product sees the fucking video and like makes a comment about it and it's not even a comment it's not even a comment ripping me apart either for you know my take on the fucking gamer chopsticks which i swear to god it has a name but i don't remember yeah, what it is remember what it is either. see you, you did a great job i don't remember the name of your fucking product but uh I don't know whether or not to feel bad about that. And you're right, though. You brought up an interesting point, right? Which is that because of the fact that I am willing to, you know, torch all these bridges with what we're doing right now, like right now, the the whole new age shock jock thing, the branding that I'm trying to go with, run with for a little while to see how it does is uh, it is not an accurate. I give zero fucks about what I'm saying here on this show or in 2023, any of the other shows that we're about to have. I, I'm spoiler alert. I give zero fucks. Zero fucks. Uh, I say things without reproach and without fear of consequences that could ever possibly arise from any of the things that I say. But it's one of those cases where and I'm trying to, like, get myself in the mood to where that kind of shit's going to happen all the time because I I didn't know how to react to that. I didn't know whether or not I should be offended or whether or not to, like, maybe feel bad about some of the things that I'm saying. I actually thought about it. I'm like, wait, should I feel bad about the things that I'm saying? Oh, of course not. Of course not. Figure that out eventually. But, uh, you know, it was the first foray into that mentality as a content creator, which, by the way, you know, budding content creators out there, this is going to be a thing that comes up. So 
you know, to here's 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 the value for tonight, future content creators. That kind of stuff is going to happen. So you need to know, or at least need to like settle in your mind how you're going to feel about that, or how you're going to react to it. Because until it happens you never really know how you're going to feel or how you're going to react to it. It's the same kind of deal as, you know, all the, the like fucking Monday morning quarterbacks that like look at football and watch football and go, no, man, if I was, if I was in that game, man, if I was in that game, <laughs> that I would have done yeah. things so differently, man. I would have done this, fucking you know, idiot. meanwhile, they're one of those people that has the fucking gamer chopsticks on shoveling fucking Cheetos in their mouth, drinking hey. beer on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Did that did that touch a nerve? Yeah. Strike a nerve? It's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justin, it's uh, very interesting that you are drinking from your Taco Bell glass because we've got a lot of fun things on the agenda tonight. And Taco Bell will be a thing that we talk about at Ooh, a certain point Taco Bell. In, in the night. <laughs> It'll probably be coming up in the second hour because we're going to play a game show tonight. Tonight, as I mentioned last week, we're going to alternate in between doing You Rage, You Lose and Let's Play a Game Show every other show, right? So tonight, it's game show night, fellas. And some of my favorite types of game shows are fast food-themed game shows. So I got another one. I've got another fast food-themed game show for you guys tonight that will pit you, John, up against you, Justin, to figure out who will reign supreme in the game show category for today at least speaking of fast food we, we went to that aussie place yeah right? have you heard about this justin the uh it's like a fast food place inspired by basically made by the creators of outback steakhouse right it's got the outback branding on it too yeah. have you heard have you heard about that justin no i haven't yeah we went there for the first time what was it yesterday? last night yeah last night we went there it's this place called aussie grill it's supposed to be a fast food version of outback now here's the thing though and john i don't know if you shared in this sentiment when we were going uh, did you look at the menu before we left i think i i i mean i glanced at it glanced I didn't do at, you didn't really look at it so you didn't form any opinions you didn't form any predispositions about the place by looking at the menu because i did I mean, I took a quick look and I saw that they serve steak and I was just like, that's weird. That's like uh, a steak in a drive through. That was it. It was like, what was it? A six ounce or an eight ounce uh, center cut sirloin that they offered as, you know, part of the Aussie Outback fast food experience. Mm. And you ended up trying it when, it, when yeah. we went. Uh -huh. Yeah, because, you know, I, I was a little morbidly curious, too, as, as to how they were going to pull, pull it us off. off. Right? Yeah. yeah. Fast food steak. That doesn't seem like it would work very well. Now, the thing is, though, well, is that for an eight ounce steak, it's going to cook pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the thing. That's how they made it work. Right. Is they yeah. ended up cooking it pretty quickly. And uh, for whatever reason, it seemed like now this is going to sound like a slight towards the place. But I we actually collectively have nothing mm. but positive things to say about Five this stars. place so far. But apparently the thing that you're going to have to realize about the steak is that you want to order it one level above above i think it is what it ended up being what you really wanted at because you ordered it what uh i accidentally ordered it medium i usually get my steaks medium rare but i said yeah. medium i don't even know why i just wasn't thinking i was just hungry it so came out looking pretty you were like overtook my mind with red meat not a good idea yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't even know that that was even a thought process i was just like food face you know, like that was one more word <laughs> that got in between me. And we starved ourselves for it yesterday, too. <laughs> and so so I ended up ordering it medium. Um, 
and I like it medium rare. It came out medium rare. We're assuming because they have to cook everything so quickly. Yeah. So maybe that's uh, who knows who knows what that level of consistency. That's only on one trip, but that might end up being the case if you like your steak cooked medium. Maybe order it like medium well. So before we get to all of the very glowing positives about this place, mm. now I'm gonna start it's off. Funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know subverse subvert the compliment sandwich strategy a little bit, and I'm yeah. just gonna start right off with the only uh, issue that I had with it, which was that they didn't have a fucking bloomin' onion. They don't. Mm. They, that wasn't a thing that they have. They have a deep fryer back there. Bloomin' onion is not a thing that they have on the menu. Which you know, if they can cook a fucking eight ounce eight ounce sirloin and make that you know presentable in a fast food kind of setting, what about bloomin' onion? What about bloomin' onion, man? I wanted a bloomin' onion. The only thing. Well, I was just, I was just literally just about to Wah. say something. Wah. I immediately discredited what I was about to say. I was gonna say, well, you think about things you can eat in a car or whatever, but then you can't really eat a steak in a car like that either, <laughs> too. You know what I mean? So, You're uh, <laughs> underestimating my ability to take a whole ass bloomin' onion and just fucking shove it in my face like a pie mm. in in the car ride in the car ride home like in that five like minute car ride like, home. <laughs> oh yeah, oh baby. <laughs> How do people regularly eat bloomin' onions? What's the right way to do it? To pull like apart, take, the pull apart, pull apart the, in the in the um. What kind mm. of sauce is that? Horseradish kind of sauce? I, I think? don't know. I think maybe it's the Aussie sauce. <laughs> I think it's a house sauce. Yeah, that's the Aussie sauce that I didn't get to try. Okay, that's my only other issue with this place is that I ordered Aussie sauce and they forgot it. But here's the thing, though. We went with uh, Ryan Sequest, too. Uh, Me and John and Ryan Sequest went and uh, Ryan Sequest had an issue with this order, right? They gave him the completely uh, wrong kind of burger than what he ordered. And you can tell, right? You can tell. And I don't know if this is just because this place is new or if it's because there are people there that actually give a fuck about the place. But you can tell that those people actually give a fuck about the place, right? Because, Shout out to Jay. He, yeah. He, he corrected the order like with the quickness and, it, and the corrected order came out fast. And on top of that, what did he do for us, Cameron? He came out. He's just like, he's like, hey, you guys want some milkshakes? Not one. Not two, but all three of us got free milkshakes mm. uh, because of nice. because of, you know, the fuck up there. So, you know, they were really nice about it, too. It seems like they run a tight ship over there. Everybody, all the staff was pretty nice and accommodating. I like the system that they have, right, where, you know, it seems like they don't really have dedicated waiters. It seems like they have staff that are there to not just take the order, but also those are the same people that, like, run the orders from where the window is because it, it's kind of like a fast food place, except... Uh, table side service. Yeah, too. except it's yeah. table side service too, which like is you, that even like you order it at the desk like you would a fast food place. But then think of like um like Chick-fil-A, right? Where they'll like come around, clear your plates yeah, and stuff. They'll do the whole thing. Yeah. It was nice. Again, this is the the Aussie bar and it's not a bar and grill, it's Aussie outback grill related thing <laughs> it's just restaurant aussie grill right i think i think it is just aussie grill i wish to... it was a bar and grill i know that'd be sick right go through the drive through yeah can i get three beers <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day we'll get to that point but you know i there's a, there's a taco place here that does that oh really that has drive through beers well they have you can get a uh you can get a drive through margarita and it has alcohol in it Oh, hell yeah. All right. What do they have to do? I wonder, uh, do they just like check your ID as you drive up to the window to where they pay you pay is that that makes sense. It makes sense, man. That's how life is supposed to work. The thing that looks like it's supposed to make sense. And it actually does make that sense. 
It's great, isn't it? So thank you, Aussie Grill, for making sense. Yeah. Oh, see, they here's the thing. They left such a good impression on us that uh, you actually, John, ended up leaving a five-star review for them. And here's the thing, right? Uh, you tend to like or all of us we all as a collective like tend to shit on the idea of reviewing a restaurant right because we uh, fall into what that is it, what is it i'm a yelp reviewer yeah yeah because like we fall into that basic pattern into that basic pattern as humans right where uh you'll have an experience that affected you a certain way at a restaurant and i know you guys know this but just for posterity's sake which do you think is more likely to cause somebody to leave a review a terribly negative experience or a terribly positive experience like we all know the answer to it right it's a negative experience but however you know i think we put out some good energy into the world last night by having a good experience at a place and you promptly in the car you showed it to us when you were done on the way home left a five-star review to that place because that's the right thing to do that i feel like is under underestimated by people yeah and i think you actually bring up a really good point and i think this falls in a line with a lot of different aspects not just this is like you know management if you're ever worked for management oftentimes it's easy for the things that are going wrong to be called out or things that need to be fixed yada yada but it's just as important to call out the things that are going well or the things that are that are positive to reinforce those behaviors because it's all too often that we focus on what's missing and not what's going well. And so the things that go well kind of fall by the wayside and got forgotten about. And then that's when quality slips. That's another uh, piece of advice to throw out into the world. You know, look, tonight, nothing but value night tonight. That's the theme is we got nothing but value. I don't care if it's a value meal or if it's legitimate value, but we've got nothing but it, right? And so the value that we're trying to offer tonight is put more positive energy out into the world. It's it's that classic, that uh, cliche phrase to be the change you want to see in this world, right? And, you know, you're that's just one little way you can do it. You probably think, hey, I have zero positive energy that I could contribute to the world, right? Well, you're incorrect about that. There are little opportunities out there in everybody's life where, you know, it, you have a crossroads you're at a crossroads you can either exert positive energy here or exert negative energy here and then a choice is made and usually it's not the good one so uh, that's i don't not that i'm trying to preach here or anything either but but, but you share know. praise share love you know but yeah this place i feel like definitely deserved it dude i agree I agree. This place was great. By the way, the chicken sandwich that I got, I just got like the classic OG chicken sandwich. Fucking massive. It was legitimately the (laughs) most, it was legitimately the biggest fucking fried piece of chicken patty that I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Bigger than any Chick-fil-A sandwich I've ever had. Bigger than every fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich I've ever had, which has only been two of them, by the way. But it's bigger than both of them. And I, I don't know, man. I think that it was expensive as hell. It was 11 bucks for just the sandwich. But... I think it's the best one. I think we have a contender for best chicken sandwich. Worth the 11? Oh, 100%. I think we have a contender, by the way, people, for best uh, fast food chicken sandwich out there in the industry. Uh, This one, I think this is a contender. So if you have an Aussie grill near you, uh, here's the thing. I don't know why that it seemed all that interesting to me. Maybe it's just because I have a soft spot for Outback. And by the way, tell me if this is weird, chat, but... I don't know why I associate Australia with loaded cheese fries. 
I, I, I don't I don't get it. I know it's stupid. I know it is not like a normal association that people like make. But the most American things. I know it is. And yet, for some reason, I associate like a really, really good loaded cheese fry. Not just that, like a bloom, blooming onion, too. It kind of goes in that same category. <laughs> I associate all that stuff with uh, Aust- or with Outback and by proxy Australia. So all of a sudden, loaded cheese fries in my own personal fucking headcanon became a uh, loaded cheese fries became an Australian thing. So I don't know why, but I'm a little, I, I'm kind of an outback Stan when it comes to branding. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it, but well, it's funny that you should say that, that you have that association with like Australia in like loaded cheese fries yeah. or something. Right. It's uh, there's a little story where in Germany, like, like back in the eighties, yeah. they had this like big American pizza and what they put on it was all kinds of disgusting things that we would never put on pizza. Like what? Oh, I would have to look it up. It was just, but like all kinds of weird ingredients. What was it called? Um, I think it was called like the Big American Pizza in Germany. So, <clears throat> so see if you can find the ingredients list. But it's like the perception that people had of America was like gluttonous and like all this like yeah. extravagance in like Hollywood and like the glam and the glitz and the glamour and the uh, cardiac arrests and all of <laughs> everything, and so uh, it's, so it's funny that like you associate uh, Australia with loaded cheese fries, even though it's probably n- not even a thing, really. I would assume, but uh, <laughs> it's just funny, like our perceptions and the way that they're built within our own cultures and what we're kind of fed. And in this case, we're talking about outback and the way that's formed your opinions of Australia. I can't find one. All I can find are the this big Americans brand of frozen pizza, which does not look as extravagant as anything no. that that Germany could do. Uh, these all look like normal pizzas, man. I want the extravagant Hollywood version of it. Ordered the American pizza at a pizza place. Oh, by the way, we're just going down the internet rabbit hole at this point <laughs> right now from fucking Google images. Look at this. Look at this fucking monstrosity chat i ordered the american pizza at a pizza place in akihabara no fucking idea where that is but uh that looks like what i think the idea that you were talking about is which is the over exaggeration of what we as americans would put on pizza now if you're not watching the video if you're listening to the podcast then what you're missing you're probably better off not seeing this, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, <laughs> I think my heart's clogging no, just looking at this image. I know it is. Uh, right. I had to take Tums for the first time last night. It's been a hot second since I've had a heartburn, but you know I had a hard time sleeping last night between that and the fucking wind from the tropical storm that would wake us up every ten minutes. But I did for the first time. I had to take Tums last night because it was so good (laughs) i think so no here's the thing i like after i lost all the weight right uh i stopped getting heartburn as bad Mm. i like i distinctly recall i had a huge huge heartburn problems when i was 75 pounds heavier right and i would have to take tums or some kind of shit like that i had a pocket bottle of pepto almost like (laughs) that like just like batman would reach into his pocket and get a fucking batarang or into his utility belt and throw a fucking batarang at whoever i had look i had a pocket uh pocket pepto okay uh when i was 75 pounds heavier unfortunately after losing that did not have to have the pepto anymore but for the first time i think in like years i 
took some Tums last night because the Aussie grill was just so damn delicious and it was so damn greasy. It actually wasn't, but it was really good. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so I don't know, man. So I'm still, I, I, I just love this place so damn much. I want to go again. But <laughs> so I, I just, I just think it's funny how, how those, uh, the perception shifts, right? Um, how we form our opinions on other places that we've particularly ones Gross. that we've never been. There it is, <laughs> and that's an, a great example that pizza with French with French fries all up in it. <laughs> we are so fucking extravagant, man. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, let me go back over to Justin for a second because uh, he got something, and I'm a little bit jealous of you. By the way, <sighs> see, is this camera working? It there is. It, is. Oh, it, there it, it should hey, be on him now. So, all right, show us what shirt you're wearing, which, again, if you're listening to the podcast and not listening to the live show, Justin was the first person of all of us, even the the person that made the fucking shop, for God's sake, he he, he got his shirt before the rest of us. So that... uh, Reclaim your soul, baby. So that is the Reclaim Your Soul shirt, which you can get yours if you head over to simulationradio.com slash shop. In fact, I'll, I'll... bring it up on the website that way you guys can see the design and see what it looks like too so simulationradio.com slash shop unfortunately the promo codes that were for 20 percent off the old promo code the wormhole is closed everybody i apologize we'll have some more opportunities for some more promo codes at a later date maybe uh giving them away as potential prizes or giving them away as uh you know just because I love you guys. So, if you want to take the screen now, this is the shirt, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm going to try not to spend... I'm going to try, right? Not not going to shill super hard, okay? We're going to get a quick look, hit it, quit it, then peace. So, here it is. Simulationradio.com slash shop. This is the Reclaim Your Soul uh, design drop. Um, you head over there. It looks, if you, Justin, if you want to show the shirt again, it looks really cool. You can get them in a whole bunch of different colors. Uh, all the ones that, you know, look pretty, pretty good with the design, right? Design came out super cool. Uh, more promo codes to give out in the time being. But if you want yours, we've got black, gray, white, and then we've got a, a nice purple. And this, what I personally refer to as this astral teal color, but unfortunately, I'm not able to name the colors because I guess the colors have names already. That's stupid. I want to, I want to name my own colors. God damn it! But a uh, couple of different choices to choose from. Free shipping again. It's twenty nine bucks flat rate. I did have to slightly increase the price of the shirts. I know last week I said that they were twenty seven dollars, but uh, to make up for free shipping because it was not originally included in the shop and there were some errors behind the scenes all, all my fault but plus you know we we got to make a little bit of money too like we were making almost no money at 27 bucks and these are so nice too like are. i'm looking for I, I ordered the purple one i feel like the purple one just like goes well with the like the innards is is purple and then the, like the outside oh, yeah. teal like just that brings oh Mwah, that one's sick. That's gonna be really good. So John got the purple color. Justin got the the charcoal gray color, and I got a copy of the black color and the blue one, just because your astral blue. No, th- this one I thought was gonna be the astral blue, but this uh, one looks okay. more like uh, what did they call this one? Aqua. Nah, yeah. it's not space theme. Come on, man. 
So <laughs> head on over to simulationradio.com slash shop. Get your Reclaim Your Soul design. It'll be up forever. But, you know, if I totally understand if you want to wait for some opportunities for various promo codes as we trek along into the future, then I understand. But, you know, if you want to support us, maybe actually help us make money. Uh, potentially one day I'll be able to pay my co-hosts for being here. Uh, you know, the shirts will uh, might might kind of help with that. So simulationradio.com slash shop. Plus, they are apparently uh, and this I'm very, very thankful that this is how they turned out. Uh, Justin, how's the quality on the shirts? Like, how's how's the print look? How does the shirt feel? What are we talking here? I mean, the, the print's not heavy on the shirt at all. All right. It's, uh, I don't know how well that's going to wash, if it's going to crack or anything. We'll have to see about that. But the quality of the shirt it's super soft it's really lightweight it, it feels really breathable it's right. it's fantastic wash them inside out by the way tip for everybody that is buying a any kind of shirt whether it be the reclaim your soul design or any of the other two shirts offered but turn your turn the shirt inside out it apparently uh washes better and it makes the things like less less peel offy mm, even more value that you're adding or else your shirt might look like this old pikachu shirt i got back in like No, it'll never turn into that. They will stay pristine (laughs) and elegant for their entire life cycle. But, you know, just in case, just in case, turn your shirts inside out when you wash them. It'll they'll they'll last longer. Trust. And that's just that there's not a thing that you can do about that. The way that we haven't evolved the fucking shirt printing technology to be able to get washable shirts still. Shirt printing still is a thing that we got to deal with, man. So, you know, at at the very least. And I will assure you guys of this. We are making uh, slightly less money on them because I opted to get the because I opted to get higher quality shirts. OK, I chose to take the hit on making a little bit less money on them for the sake of, you know, just having a higher quality uh, T-shirt. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking out for you guys. Look, I love my T-shirts just as much as the next guy. Not tonight, but I love my T-shirts. Uh just as much as you know you guys i love having a nice comfortable shirt to wear one that i really like and i don't know how you guys set up your drawers but i have my drawer set up this way t-shirts that are supposed to be in the same like classification right uh like, I, like the junk shirts versus yes. like the nice ones yes the yeah, junk I the shirts. I, in fact i have like four tiers of shirts okay based on how well <laughs> wow. i like them there's i have like the nice the nice dress shirts okay then yeah. i have like the slightly less nice dress shirts then I have the, you know, T-shirts that I would just wear out to, to stuff. And then I have the, you know, like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, like the the one that I would not wear in public. It's a throwaway shirt. It's like a go to the gym type slash do a radio show that I am on camera for <laughs> shirt, I guess, for some reason. I don't see the logic. Me either. But this, this is what we're rolling with. But I, I have... Uh, Same thing. Yeah, exactly. So I want these T-shirts, right, to be in that one of those upper tier of T-shirts that maybe you'll put at the top of your drawer. Now, here's the thing. Even in those, you know, separate tiers of T-shirts that I have in my drawer, I'll still rank those amongst those tiers, at least when I'm folding laundry. When that happens, doesn't happen all the time. We all know that. But uh, I'll rank the shirts that I like more within each individual tier i'll put the ones that i like a power ranking i do i do I've, i i legitimately have a fucking shirt power ranking in my dresser this is the right? way your brain works at it, this point it kind of is so these are s tier yeah 
This is a tier. No, I got four. I got four main tiers, yeah, right? Tier. And then within those four tiers, they each kind of break down based on. I I don't have specific power rankings. Within sure. each four tiers are probably like you know. I'll rank them kind of casually from the ones that I, I'm more, most likely to wear at the top. You know, the show shirts that we that I already have, the ones, the other two designs that are on the website that I made to get prototypes of. Those are at the top, right? Because I want to wear those all the time, and they're nice ass shirts. Uh, and then you know, the ones that have like this this uh, T-shirt that I have that barely fits me, the one that I wore last week when it was hot as fuck. Uh, there's that one. I got one that's like. Uh, kind of ironic it's this design of like uh an eagle that i guess is like looking over the moon and it looks very america and patriotic and you know there was a certain point where i was wearing it unironically just to be patriotic but then i kind of realized it. it's just kind of a sarcastic shirt i think but that that one's closer to the bottom okay now the reclaim your soul shirts those are being planted right at the fucking top I apologize, everybody, for that. I was probably a little close. Um, but that one's going right up. S tier uh, shirts. Whoa. Uh oh. <laughs> there All we right. go. That's, that's, uh oh. Uh oh. Now you done did it. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is where it all begins. Oh. Hello. All right. Well. I, I introduced you. problems that we didn't fucking have. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Touch screen still doesn't work. <sighs> All right, it's ready now. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> All right, there we go. Now we can. There now we can go. hear out of both fucking there ears you again. Go. Hold on. All right. Serenity now chat. In fact, do I have to bust out the jazz music? I think I do. Just some woosah music, some zen like right. massage music. <laughs> All right. Chat. You and me. Actually, let me scoot over a little bit. There we go. Right, oh. right centered here. Try not to fuck up the audio again. Remember, we're cool as a cucumber. Uh, I'm two and two. You sure you want to touch the mic? <laughs> no, but I have to do it anyway. Get over here, you. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. All right. Nice and pretty. Sitting nice and comfy. All right. You and me, chap. Let's calm down a little bit. Oh. Studio is okay. We have averted crisis. I do, I do apologize for some of the audio popping, but uh, crisis averted. So while we're here, might as well just do some of the uh, the old plug-a-roonies, okay? So if you are listening to the podcast, as if we all haven't heard this a million times already, if you are listening to the podcast and you would like to listen to us live, we do indeed broadcast the show live every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can search for us on YouTube or on Twitch. Uh, it's youtube.com slash simulation radio and twitch.tv slash simulation radio, which apparently uh, it's not going to be youtube.com slash simulation radio for much longer because they introduced like the YouTube handles. Fortunately, ours was already reserved for us because we're, we're a good account that uh, is in decent standing with YouTube. So YouTube sent me a nice little email that's like, hey, we're going to start having the at handles. We reserved yours for you. Cool. Thank you, YouTube. That way, you know, uh, nobody steals at Simulation Radio, which uh, not really that in demand, but just in case. So you can head over there and listen to us live every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern. Of course, the podcast does go up shortly after. And if you are listening to us live right now at this very moment 
and would like to catch up on past episodes of the show, then you can indeed search for The Very Interesting Show wherever you get your podcasts. You know, one day I'm going to cut that sound effect and just make it that the last part because I still have it set to where it's the whole commercial. I don't want to play the whole commercial just to do the bit. So one of these days I'm going to cut it when I remember to. That way I don't have to say it every time. So uh, subscribe over there. Uh, I'm working on, by the way, especially as we've got a few new shows launching in the new year, I am working on the ability to just search for Simulation Radio wherever you get your podcasts, right? And we're going to have an entire, like, network podcast. I know I said that I was going to do this eventually, but, you know, right after I announced that, I stopped doing the other two shows, so there wasn't really a need to do that anymore. So we are going to have very soon, especially because I might be working with an Instagram promotion person fairly soon that this would be good for, right, is uh, the Simulation Radio Network podcast. Simulation Radio Network Podcast. Goodbye. There we Audio go. Audio issues. All right. Let's reset here. This is what it's like to do live television, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, this is why we're never just going to sit here and record a podcast. The live show is where it's at, baby. We're on the edge of our seats. Your emotions are high. And, you know, this is what it's like doing doing a live show. You'll never no know problem. when something will go wrong and oh, Cameron yeah. will just lose his shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally not on the verge of doing it right now at this very moment. Oh. So. Because this awesome smooth jazz is playing in our ear holes. It, it is kind of stopping me. I'm not going to lie. I really do think that I probably would have lost it already if it wasn't for the smooth jazz, especially given that we've had two, not one, count them, two audio issues up to now so what was i saying oh yeah something about the simulation radio network podcast okay so uh we didn't have a need for it before but soon so that you know we can start optimizing the seo and like keywords and all that good stuff and you know making sure that we're properly searchable i saw that wink don't think that you're letting that slide by me so uh soon we're going to have the simulation radio network podcast right and you'll be able to get to it by just searching for simulation radio wherever you get your podcast what that's going to be is that's going to be an aggregation of all of the shows, right? So if you subscribe to the Simulation Radio Network, don't do it yet because it's not a real thing, uh, podcast, then you'll be able to get that one feed and all of the shows I'm going to put on that feed, whether it be the very interesting show, uh, Voice of Light when it launches later this this year, or Simulation Radio Live uh, once that ends up coming back too. So you'll be able to get everything right over there on the Simulation Radio Network podcast, but for the time being... Uh, and also if, you know, you don't want to listen to all of them, then, you know, that's fine too. All the shows are different. They're kind of, they got some similarities, me, but you know, they've also got some different elements to them too, you know, like other people and stuff talked about and, you know, it's different colors too. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, if you don't want all that stuff, if you just want each individual show, like if you only love Justin and John, right? which is a really and valid option if you are listening, by the way. I purposefully don't care. So if, for example, you hate me, but you love Justin and John, and therefore you only like this show, again, totally understandable. I'm trying to do something for a reason here, okay? It's working. Get engagement baited, idiot. So uh, you can just subscribe to The Very Interesting Show. That's us. And if you would like to hear the rest of our network, then soon you will be able to subscribe to the Simulation Radio Network podcast, and that'll have a feed of all of the goodies 
and the good stuff. So, all right. I think we've sucked our dicks, our own dicks for long enough. Look, I don't get me wrong. Could go on much longer than that. Uh, trust me, especially given how pleasurable it is. Yeah, it's it just doesn't really. It's just hard <laughs> I, to do. I saw this post. It was just enough. like <laughs> when you realize that sucking your own dick doesn't feel as much like getting your dick sucked as much as it feels like you're sucking a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is what I've also heard from other people that have been more flexible than me and have told me about the experience. Can confirm. <laughs> Which, I mean, for some people, it's not a bad thing. I mean, especially if, you know, you're... Right, At least we're not going so. like full like was it Marilyn Manson getting like a rib removed? Is that a, is that a uh, did he actually do that? I don't know if he actually. Absolutely I was just about to ask. Is that a real thing? Did did you know that Justin? Uh, that's unfortunate. I uh. have I have done my due diligence on researching that because uh, when that was like really popular on the internet back in the day, I was like, "There's no way. Did he really do this?" <laughs> sure enough, he did. <laughs> if if wow. he did, like he kudos to him for that dedication. Yeah. But unfortunately. Uh, clearly he's not as dedicated as I once thought he was. So so really quickly, while we're on the topic of uh, show business, right? Now, I have moved away ever so slightly from the old days of formal apologies at the start of every show. However, um, we're not at the start of the show. However, I still have a formal apology that I have to offer to everybody. Now, Got to it 41 minutes in, so maybe nobody will have to see me and actually make this formal apology. But uh, me and John, we were supposed to go do something this past weekend. Did not end up going to it. Also, mostly because I just wanted the $50 back to spend on some other <laughs> stuff. A uh, little bit of that. A little bit of just not really wanting to go and the social batteries not being charged. So we were supposed to go to the League of Legends World Finals that happened on uh, Saturday, right? Now, it did end up being a banger series, and it's been a couple days, so I know esports is really bad about uh, the spoilery thing. I I don't get it, by the way. Why do all the fucking weenies in esports, just they just can't be spoiled about anything? No, not spoilers! Whereas in sports, as soon as the fucking Super Bowl is open, every fucking headline plastered, you know, X team wins Super Bowl, this score to this score. Nobody gives a shit about spoilers in sports, and yet esports, they're all fucking weenies and you all just I, I just want to watch it for myself i just want i just want to watch it i want to watch my favorite player play is that really a thing <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it i don't get it so you fucking weenies like why why do you need to not be spoiled about oh my god that just reminded me of a story okay so <laughs> yeah, uh okay. we'll look we'll, we'll get to get my that. wait say that again justin i was gonna say before you get into that um my stepdad, huge sports fan, like watched all the sports across the board, and he would get that way. We would go out and we would see a newspaper, and he he would avoid it, and he would tell us, "Don't tell me what the score is." Oh, really? So he's a, a sports yeah. anti-spoiler. Mm. I don't get it, man. He was before he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, do I have it? No, the, the fucking touch screen doesn't work. God damn it. <laughs> I got anyway, him. so uh. <sighs> Well, oh, yeah. So back when I used to work for uh, Apple, right, I was like tech support for Apple. I was one of those guys that you would uh, that you would chat in to. And I would be the idiot that had to, like, help fix your fucking problem over chat about your stupid Mac or especially even more dumber, even more dumb. Uh, you're, uh, that would be me right here. Hold on. I, I 
nah, it's too late. The fucking sound effect does, board doesn't work. Um, but I, when I worked for them, right, uh, one of my bosses was a huge league player. And, you know, I was still a huge league follower. I was never really a huge player, but mostly a, a scene follower, right? So back in the day, uh, this was probably in like 2015 or 2016. And two of the teams in North America that had the greatest rivalry, like imagine the the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry in esports, at least back what it used to be, was between TSM and CLG, right? And so uh, apparently the semifinals, that was going to be the finals, right, of the North American season that year. And the semifinals... I didn't know this, but they, my boss did not watch them yet. And, you know, back when I was like doing the, the kind of brown nosy business thing to try and hang out with them and, you know, get, be interested in their interests, even though it was also one of my legitimate interests too. But, you know, you're, you're trying to get in good with the boss. Right. And so I'm in his office talking about some shit one day and the semifinals had just happened this past weekend. Uh, he did not know that the finals was about to be TSM versus CLG. And so my, the first thing that I say to him, because we, we know about each other's fandom at this point, and we, it's a thing that we regularly ice break about. First thing that I say when I walk into his office was, so what do you think about TSM CLG finals, huh? And he looks at me and does that, that oh, I just got robbed. Does the, I just got spoiled face. The, I didn't watch the semis yet. And I just told him the both, both fucking results from both of the fucking games. And, you know, my heart immediately sunk and I did not end up getting the promotion. <laughs> uh, all because of that and it wasn't just because of that it was for some other stuff too that uh i i fucked up apparently but you know man i don't i just don't get it i don't get esports fucking anti-spoiler people like the, the sports people except for your stepdad was your stepdad like kind of a snowflakey victim type where he would like self-victimize himself about everything because that seems to be the common denominator between Hell. uh oh okay so what what's the deal why why do sports people uh generally not give a fuck about spoilers and esports people they just they they need to have all their little feelies fucking tickled you need to have their balls tickled in order to be able to in, enjoy their experience watching the game i don't get I th- it i think because back then you weren't as, as plugged in as the world is now so you didn't have instant access to it you had to like catch it on the radio or catch the highlights the next day so he was from the west coast we were in Kentucky, so he didn't get to watch some of the games. So that was the only way that he, he was, was going to find out about it. Like, there was no even possibility of going back and watching the game. It was just the only way you're even going to know what happened in that game, period, is to read the results of it or hear the results of it elsewhere. Right. And then I, with the advent of streaming and even before then, having the the game day packages and stuff like that with your cable TV he didn't get that because it wasn't worth the money. So, but like, but on top of that for, I feel like when you don't know the result of something that there's that level of suspense and that's just completely demolished once you know what the result is. Right. Like it's almost like that argument that you were talking about with like, you know, disclaimers to start an episode about, Oh, this this episode oh, yeah. contains sensitive topics regarding yeah. suicide and et cetera. And and now you're prepared for it. But if you weren't prepared for it, it might just completely throw you for another emotional loop. So you don't have time to like mentally prepare and it might affect you differently and you might enjoy it more not knowing that that's the result. So that's kind of my take on it. I, I have a theory about this, too. And I think it's because uh, that 
a lot of people actually watch esports via VODs. Now, I'm personally not that way, and I'm this way with sports, too. Like, I would probably... I'm never going to go back and watch the recorded version of a sports game, especially if it's in recent history. Like, you know, occasionally on ESPN, right? You know how they'll have like the really classic uh, throwback football games where they'll show like old Super Bowls from like the 80s and 90s. Like those are interesting because those are a historical time capsule and you kind of look back on them through the lens of history. But uh, the thing about esports is, is that a lot of people like, they consume their esports content via VOD. Like the live viewing experience is doesn't seem to be as big as it is for sports. I'm personally a live experience viewer. Like I treat esports in the same way that I treat sports, right? Where I'm probably not going to go back and watch a VOD. Like if I don't catch it live, I'm okay with reading about it. And you know, that's just how it is. I, there's something, there's something about the excitement that gets a little bit taken away from me. If you're not like, live and conscious and like part of the the moment like with everybody else experiencing it live that i kind of get suckered in by that a little bit like the live experience and so uh a lot of people though in esports particularly consume content like through vods like they're not able to watch live events or they just don't watch live events and so they'll primarily consume the content through the vods of these events right and so i i think there's some kind of a correlation there between increased amount of people that only watch through VODs, like recent VODs versus, you know, people that might not want to get spoiled. So mate, I don't know. That's, that's my leading theory, I think at least. So I, at the same time though, I definitely, I, I understand like it, it loses some of its appeal too. So I don't know. It, what do you guys think, chat? Do you have a preference there? Do you have a f- strong feeling one way or the other, or do you not give a fuck? Particularly, uh, a thing that I kind of want to dive into a little bit more, chat, is like, would you ever go back and watch a VOD or a recording of a traditional sports game? And again, this goes back to like the idea that I'm I'm not talking about a historical lens sports game i'm talking about a sports game that might have happened within the last like month or so would you be one of those people that does not want to be spoiled by the results of a real sports game so that you could go back and watch it later a lot lot of angles to this chat so let me know what you think uh wherever you see this video also do not forget to leave a comment and follow us on all of the social medias it is at simulation radio on everything so Fellas, we've got 10 minutes and we've got a lot of stories that we got to get to. So I think we're going to just browse and uh, kind of we're just we're going we're gonna to cruise right through them because, of course, a lot of big stories. What? He said, just any, 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 well, I, I, I got sounds drunk with the, the, the audio delay. Sounds like a robot, like a drunk robot. You need mini money more. It's great. <laughs> but of course, uh, this past weekend was the election, ladies and gentlemen. It scared me. <laughs> That's how, oh. <laughs> it would have scared me too if I didn't see it coming. But uh, of course, we saw the election this past Tuesday with the red wave that was expected not quite being as crimson or as wavy as we thought it would be the was it a blue wall was it a red wave it seemed like the answer was mostly somewhere in between now republicans did end up doing very well 
in some key states, particularly over here in Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis swept by like 20 points. Marco Rubio cruised back to reelection. Republicans did very well here. They did very well in Texas. They did very well in a couple of other key states. However, did not have quite the pickup numbers that they were hoping for or at least were expecting, right? Especially given that we've got some districts that are still counting, such as in Arizona, they're still counting the ballots for the governor's race and they're still counting the ballots for the uh, Senate race as well. You know, the Republicans hoping for Kerry Lake and for Blake Masters to pull it out. Now, of course, given the election results not being as good as the right wing was thinking that they were going to be. Now we are in full 2024 mode and we have some key conflicting figures on the right. Of course, we would assume that or the left is probably going to coagulate around Joe Biden should he decide to run again. However, there is now an interesting dynamic on the right going into 2024, right? Of course, we got our two main players, former President Trump and our Florida governor here, Ron DeSantis. Those two seem to be primary figures heading to the top of the right, right? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're already kind of taking the gloves off, right? President Trump, in fact, I would even classify this maybe even as breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, which is that President Trump is striking back against Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, all the Trump candidates did not do particularly well. And by the way, here's an interesting strategy that uh, Democrats did, by the way. And First of all, I'll start with this. It seems like a key takeaway is that the right is ready to move on from Trumpism, which I think is a very good sign. A lot of the Trump candidates did not do very well, and Democrats did something that was very, very interesting and that I thought was smart of them, which kind of shows that, you know, they're fucking cutthroat and they're out to win too, right? So what they did was the Democrats in, I believe it was something like 11 key races, house races across the country, what they did was they donated an insane amount of money to uh, crazy-ass Republicans in Republican primaries, people that were like election deniers, uh, like true blue, crazy-ass right-wingers, right? And so Democrats uh, funded a lot of those campaigns. They contributed a lot of money to those campaigns with the idea being that, you know, if this fucking crazy far writer has an, an influx of money he's probably going to win the primary and he's probably going to be in the general election against you know whatever democratic incumbent or whatever democratic candidate that they wanted to put up now i believe all 11 of those candidates that were propped up by the democrats all these republicans that were propped up by the democrats in the primary election all 11 of them lost they all lost so democrats ended up winning all of those races so it was a very smart play from them uh, it's further dividing the right because now the right is starting to faction off between uh, MAGA people, people that are supportive of former President Trump and people that are ready to move on. Uh, those people are, you know, with Governor DeSantis here right now. Of course, the breaking news that we just got to was now that the midterms are over, President Trump came out, put out his first, not his first, but his probably the first super, super scathing like attack of Governor DeSantis. And of course, Governor DeSantis is not responding because, oh, by the way, we, we got hit by a fucking hurricane today and he, he's a little bit busy. So I'm not going to read this whole statement because 
I just don't want to do the voice for that long. In fact, I don't even know if I want to do the voice, period. But uh, Donald Trump made a statement today, which basically was uh, attacking everybody. He's attacking people like News Corp, like Fox, Wall Street Journal, New York Post. Uh, he's still going in on that Governor Ron DeSanctimonious nickname, which is it's just not going to stick, man. It is not going to stick. I think that so clever with that. one. I know. What does that even mean? I, I don't even know, man. I don't even get what he's going for with this and he's like well it worked well with sleepy joe so yeah sleepy joe is catchy though like it it it's easy it's not hard to say it kind of rolls off the tongue and you get the picture like you understand what he's getting at yeah but what does ron de sanctimonious like most people are gonna have to go look up sanctimonious in the dictionary which i'm gonna have to too because i kind of forgot like yeah i it's one of those words where like if i see it in a context clues kind of application i'd probably know but I probably couldn't tell you the actual actual definition of it. So uh, President Trump is, of course, doing the thing where he fucking whines and bitches and everything is everybody else's fault, uh, comparing some of the numbers that Ron DeSantis got in a midterm election to the numbers that he got in a presidential election, which that's not the intellectually honest way to look at it. The intellectually honest way to look at it is looking at, you know, the vote by margin, like based on the percentage margin of how well they're doing versus, you know, how many votes have been cast. And by that metric, Governor DeSantis is pretty much the leader of the Republican Party right now. At least that's where the tides seem to be turning. And I think the key takeaway for this election, given both the results and given the reaction of people that were formerly on his side, is I think people are done with Trump, man. I think people are finally done with this shit. And I think that's a good thing because... While he stands for some good things, while I do agree that, you know, the ideal that he represented, especially back in 2016 of, you know, taking it to the corporate media and taking it to the swamp, those are good ideas. And he's he's him and his people have kind of lost the way because Donald Trump only cares about one person and it's Donald Trump. Right. So finally, finally, it seems like people that I never thought would question him, like particularly like right-wingers that I follow on social media, just now finally starting to get the message that, hey, I think the right, it's it's time to move on from Trump, man. And I think the right, if the right starts to get this message, if the right starts to really take in this message and actually move on, then, you know, Governor DeSantis seems like the poster child for that movement. And it seems like he's probably the front runner. He's definitely the front runner on political betting sites right now, at the very least, if you want to go check those. But uh, I think it's a good thing. If you're a right winger, I think you should be excited about these results, because I think that your side is finally starting to wake up right and start to move on from Trump and start to move on to a more functional candidate, which I personally believe that Governor DeSantis is a much better representation of those ideals than president trump is like president trump only cares about himself and it's president trump if you are a right winger that has those ideals right then i governor DeSantis is your guy man now if you're a left winger a good way to to, a good way if you're a left winger how you're probably interpreting these results is that you know uh we're We should stay the course, right? It's very clear that based on the data that under 30 voters were the primary reason, like under 30 voters actually got out and voted this time, right? Under 30 voters, more increased numbers based on or from how they've voted in previous midterms, okay? And they are a group that, of course, leans heavily 
democratic, right? So that seems to be, from what I've seen so far, the primary reason that the blue wall kind of held up. Now, based on the way that the projections are going right now, it does look like the Republicans are going to take the House. Now, they were thinking that it was going to be by up to like 50 seats, but they're probably only going to be taking the House by like somewhere between five and 10. Okay, still going to give them a majority, but not, you know, the fucking red wave that we were all hearing about, right? The supposed, the fabled red wave. Now, for the Senate, it's a little bit of a different story based on how the votes are being counted right now and based on the way that things are going it's looking like uh republicans are either going to have 50 or 51 seats depending on how key races in uh arizona go and how key races in i believe some other states like colorado also go uh there's a couple of other ones that are out there too there is still uh notwithstanding particularly yeah arizona nevada colorado a lot of those places georgia particularly in their senate runoff between herschel rocker and Roth or uh and the democratic candidate warnock right so it's still gonna be a little bit of a wait and see still looking like uh 50 or 51 seats but again uh republicans were projected to win up to maybe 55 depending on how some of the models that you were looking at were going definitely not a red wave there either so if you're a left winger, you're probably kind of gonna, going to come away from election night uh, kind of happy as well, because a lot of the key issues, especially key culture war issues that you've been going on for the past couple months, particularly the uh, pro-choice and the abortion stuff that resonates with the left. Right. The abortion stuff. Democrats polled really well in seems to be a common uh, activator for getting the left wing base to get out and vote. OK, so that was a key factor. A lot of young people voted. A lot of people fired up about abortion. They, they, those people got out and voted this time. Okay, so that's a little bit of uh, how it's going. It seems like the right finally starting to factionize, faction off between pre former President Trump and Governor DeSantis. Those are the two key figures of the party. And as for the left, it seems like it is not all doomed for them because we have heard that uh, we heard that red wave we're all tired of this shit but the left still seems like they have some uh ground to stand on here so it seems like nobody was really pleased nobody's really super disappointed coming out of this election day so now we enter 2024 season fellas and i can't wait can't wait for election season man and by can't wait i mean i can definitely wait and would actually love that it maybe if this just never happened we could just maybe fast forward to the day after but i don't know maybe that's just me i'm personally a little bit of a little bit of a political junkie so i don't know i i kind of like watching it but by the way uh one more thing and then we'll move on to something else the crypto crash i guess is the only other thing that i majorly promised but uh i listened to so president former president trump right had a rally in ohio this past week now he said that he was going to announce he's going to announce next tuesday that he's running right so election season's really about to begin baby but uh last week or not last week this week at his rally in ohio i actually sat around and i listened to it for like 45 minutes the man is fucking hilarious the man's just a funny funny ass guy man like it almost seemed like he wasn't even doing a political rally he was just up there vibing he was just up there like doing a stand-up comedy act like the the man is just 
fucking hilarious and i cannot wait i cannot wait because the media is going to eat it up because despite the fact that you know the media hates him they want him around for the clicks man and uh, oh i'm one of those people and i know that i'm a masochist right but i'm entertained former president trump entertains the fuck out of me man and i can't get enough of it i love it he's a hilarious guy and every little piece of him that i get to watch that you know uh other people would find like absolute disgust and hate for i i listen to him talk and i'm like the guy's fucking hilarious man does does anybody listen to him talk does anybody hear anything that the man says he's fucking hilarious so cannot wait for two more years of that cannot wait for two it's basically two more years of president trump coming up with fresh material every day it's fucking great i mean it of course, if you take politics seriously and if you take things going on in the world seriously, then a your loss, you know, wake up from that shit. It, none of that's going to really affect your life. And B, you're missing out. You're missing out on the fucking ride, man. You're missing out on it. So uh, one more story before we uh, take a break and get ready for the game show here is the crypto is on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially on the verge of explosion and of course that is all off the back of i haven't actually checked any of the charts today or this past week i've heard they're all they're all pretty much totally fucking down right i've heard it ethereum's at least almost down to a thousand bitcoin's pretty down I, again i haven't factually uh checked this at all i don't know how familiar you guys are with it i've kind of stayed away from it for a little bit you know i've Obviously, during these crashes are good times to buy in if it's something that you believe yeah. in, but um, I haven't really been keeping up with it. Now, the thing, the funny part about buying in potentially is now, based on the news this week and the reason that crypto crashes was the uh, release from the crypto exchange FTX today. Have you guys heard of them? They're one of the exchanges. Yeah. They're a major... Phantom major sponsorship yeah. of a lot of sports teams a lot of esports teams in particular tsm ftx uh that's not going to be around for much longer because ftx is going solvent it turns out that their ceo he put out oh god where'd the tab go uh-oh i clicked away from the tab no okay here we go? go so uh the ceo of ftx his name is sbf right and uh he put out acronyms i know i know (laughs) and he put out basically a tweet today and it's along the lines of they took 16 billion dollars of consumer money right money that retail investors would put onto the platform invest with do all that stuff what they did what the upper management team did what at the very least with the ceo involved what they did is they took like at least eight billion dollars of that money that that consumers were using to invest and they were using it to make their own investments on the side right and so naturally that goes wrong uh and no other exchanges really want to bail them out so there's this is another big exchange that is going under right and so the key message the key thing to take away from this which is not financial advice by the way take all your money off the fucking exchanges do it all because you never know people that are using ftx right now again not financial oh shit i should probably put justin's camera back up again not financial advice by the way but take all your fucking money off all the exchanges they're all uh fucked right because the people that are using ftx they 
are just now getting an opportunity to pull their money out, but it's been frozen for the last couple of days and it's about to continue to be frozen. Imagine investing a huge, huge amount of money on one of these exchanges and then all of a sudden it's just gone, <laughs> gone, you're losing it. Because here's the thing about these exchanges, you don't actually own any of those coins. You don't own any of that money. The exchange does. And so if the exchange uses that money and does their own little side investment, stuff that you don't know about, stuff that could really get fucked up, then of course the entire crypto market is going to crash because one of these exchanges uh, goes under, right? That's just how it works. Now, the thing about crypto is that it seems to have a lot of, a lot of really, really shady people in it, which, uh, has been very apparent lately with all the scandals that we've been seeing. So just be careful. Again, I, I think my personal opinion is that crypto as a thing is a trustworthy thing. It just happens to have really shady and really distrustful people that, were in the initial group that got into it so it's it's a difficult thing to balance just be careful again not financial advice but be careful using exchanges right now uh particularly the big ones like ftx was supposed to be one of the big ones it was supposed to be very secure and now all of a sudden people are having their withdrawals frozen not being able to take money out of it not being able to cash out because of very stupid decisions made by their upper management team so again not financial money, advice. Money, 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 money. Yeah, not not financial advice. By the way, it's not not financial advice. I had to make that clear. But for God's sake, take all your money off fucking exchanges before you lose it. Before you lose it. Like if you don't own the fucking wallet, if you do not own the fucking crypto wallet, you do not own that crypto. So it that's a tough lesson that people are going to learn as we see more and more of these scandals from very shady crypto people that you know. There seems to be a lot of in the space. I think the thing itself is trustworthy, but there's just too many untrustworthy people in the space right now. And more and more of them are coming to light. So be careful. Be safe with your investment. This is financial advice. Don't invest money that you can't afford to lose. Right. So that's rule number fucking one. So be careful out there. A lot of crazy crypto stuff going on. But this we're back to not official financial advice, by the way. Now that it's low, probably a decent time to. Time to in if, you, some, if you believe in it, it believe yeah, in projects. It, yeah, yeah, only that. So that's on you, and uh, that just about does it. Those are the big stories of the week. Uh, if you have a comment about anything that is going on in the world or stuff that we have talked about tonight, do feel free to leave a comment. It is indeed at Simulation Radio on everything. everything. Yeah. So leave a comment. Let me know what you think about all this stuff. Uh, did a, I'd say this is a pretty good representation of the stuff going on in the world this week. So, boom, we got it for the first time. We, we covered the news tonight, fellas. We fucking did it. Oh, oh shit. Camera's not on. Oh, there we go. All right. Because it's because when I fucking tab out, the Discord window closes and fuck. I hate Discord so god. No, I don't. I love Discord, but... Not for the purposes of what we're doing. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the second edition of Season 2 of Let's Play Game Show. You guys are only one point apart from each other, and there will be a lot more points than nine to give away tonight, fellas, because might be something to announce about the Let's Play Game Show season. 
coming up mm. after the break. So we'll do that. Uh, we will indeed figure out how to escape from the simulation because I've been promising that for weeks. Article is not out yet, but we're just we're going from fucking vibe. We're going from feel, man. And I have got all the possible ways that you have. I'm just going to pluck one of them tonight. Got a lot of them, but just going to pluck one of them tonight on how you can escape the simulation. And if we have any extra stuff to get to at the end, we will, of course, get to that and your comments as well. So stick around. We will be back in a moment for Let's Play a Game Show. Simulation Radio. Simulation Radio. Let's play a game show. That is, of course, the thing that we do every other week where we pit poor Justin, who is probably not poor Justin, given that he won last week and uh, was the champion for season one. So I am hesitant to say poor Justin just yet. And also uh, John, who has not quite arrived back from break yet. So the thing is, is that I don't uh, don't know if I want to explain the rules just yet, because then I would have to explain it twice. Right. Uh, It's fairly self-explanatory, by the way. Justin, you're not going to be able to see this because you can't see me on the camera. But I'm going to hold this up for for chat. Live. Your robot. I I heard the word live, and that that's about it. That's about it. Oh, okay. So, um, what I was trying to say is there that uh, I have you pulled up on my TV. Oh, okay. Watching the live stream. Good. Um, and it's about a fifteen second delay. Oh Jesus! All right. Well, it's all right. We can still work with that. So, uh, oh, I see that you held up the board when you said that. Okay. Oh, okay. So for posterity's sake, <laughs> chat tonight we will be playing. Uh, before I explain the rules, the fast food weirdo location game. All right. Now, uh, I'm juggling so many things right now between having to change the camera shots and all the fast things. food weirdo location. Yes. Game. Now, uh, this will all make sense to you in a moment. Now, I alluded to the fact that we would be playing a fast food related game tonight. And now I will explain the rules of the fast food weirdo location game. I guess is this like people at Walmart? Uh I don't I don't think so. No, it's it's not about the weirdos that go to the fast food places. Now, uh around the world, okay, there are some oh we locked both of the cats in here. Uh they're now, now now they're locked in like mega dome and they're gonna have to fight each other and only the only the winner of the cats will be able to get out. So John's making his way back into the studio, so I will be able to explain the rules of the game uh, merely one time, right? Still, should I? I don't know. Cats are probably fine, but with my luck, we're going to get, like, wrapped up into the game show. We'll get, like, super fucking into it. And then they'll start eating the studio. I know, they will. The the fucking both of them. Both of them will eat the studio. They have tendencies to eat the studio, so. Even worse, just in in the middle of each question, they start chewing on something different. Oh, yeah, so... (laughs) Oh, all right. So the one of them that hates Jasper walking under the desk, brushed up against the leg. 
still kind of adorable, right? Oh, oh man, I, I think we're breaking ground here. These two cats, so these two cats hate each other, right? And they're just now starting to like get acquainted with each other. Like uh, the 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 cat that's supposed to be the mean one, like just walked Hi, up to. Luna. Just walk up to Jasper and just like just kind of smelled him a little bit. Like, I think they're finally starting to get along. It's so cool because they've been hating each other for so long. I love it. They finally, finally are starting to get along. It took them took long enough. I think it's because we're locking them in one space and now they're forced to get along with each other through fear of being ostracized by the humans. I can't wait for the uh, catnip session tomorrow. Yeah, they they both do at various times they're both in here we're gonna go get him catnip tomorrow oh man you're right john i cannot wait to do that that that'll be the bonding experience that they really need is the the catnip bonding experience look if it works for humans and cocaine then surely it works for cats too i mean that it's a kitty equivalent of a peace pipe i think yeah so uh oh yeah so i i forgot that we're we're playing a game show here and we have got the fast food weirdo location game sounds kind of weird almost like a weirdo location game right well it is now around the world there are various fast food locations now we all have ideas for what we think fast food locations look like they're fairly similar similar building structure got the logo right there however there are some very, very weird-ass fucking fast food places, fast food franchises around the world. Now, there's this account that I follow on Twitter that inspired me to play this game today. It's I, it's the Wolf of Franchises on Twitter. I don't know the specific at. Let me see if I can find it. It's at Franchise Wolf on Twitter if you want, just want some interesting stuff to read, okay? Now, he put out a thread. I'm assuming it's a he put out a thread uh earlier today or earlier this week about various weird fast food locations right now let me see if i can find one that is uh not a game that we're playing that's not on the game all right so here's one if you want to take the screen here this is a weirdo sonic location over in vero beach right it's a sonic i guess i'll kill the game show music for a bit it's a weird sonic location but it's like beach themed right and so here's uh it's a different look it's a different aesthetic but it's a specific fast food franchise right and so we have got uh four eight twelve weirdo fast food locations that i'm going to show you guys the picture of and you i'll give you four multiple choice options i've blanked out in each of the pictures where the logo is right so you're gonna have to look at the location and look at you know the feel of the restaurant and i'm gonna give you four options for what the weirdo fast food place is and you're going to have to pick the correct one like the amongst brand the yes the correct brand the correct fast food franchise amongst the four of them that i list now there are 12 questions here and they're split into three categories there's a small category there's a medium category and there is a large category based on how difficult i think it would be or it would have been to get what it is based on the picture would the okay. last one be a supersized i don't have any supersized ones unfortunately <laughs> I, I th- didn't think it would be fair based on the way that this particular game is set up to have a bonus one. Th- this one's pretty straight, straight uh, cut. So 
How it's going to work is, Justin, since you are the reigning champion of Let's Play a Game Show and the current points leader, you will be the first to select, right? So I'll bring up, bring up the little board, bring up the board right here. So small, small options will be worth one point each. Medium ones will be worth two. And the large questions, the large pictures will be worth uh, three points each. And there's four categories for each one of them here. Let me do that a little, a little bit better that way. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's fucking that is right in there. So that's the, money the fast shot. food weirdo location game, small, medium or large. And we got a number one, number two, number three combo. or a number four combo. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, with that in mind, there are. I wrote this down somewhere. How many points are up for grabs tonight? I, I did the math and wrote down the math so that I wouldn't have to do the math live on the air. But since I have to flip to the page to where the math is, that's basically the equivalent of having to do the math. So it's like I did that work pre-show for nothing. So we have tonight up for grabs 24 points, fellas. Now, uh, of course, keep in mind that the current point total is... Justin in the lead at five, count them five, whopping. Let's play a game show points. All five of them, baby. You can count it on one hand. John just barely trailing with a point total that you could also count on one hand, just lagging behind at four points. However, as I mentioned earlier, there are 24 points up for grabs tonight, so this is a chance. Somebody could run away with it or make it worse. So that's up to you. I will, uh, you know what, Justin, let me get the board again and let's just fucking run with it. So, Justin, in the fast food weirdo location game, hold on, let me get all of the... Let me get the folder open where I've got the pictures. So, Justin, again, you've got three categories to pick from, a small, a medium, or a large option. Do you want the number one, the number two, the number three, or the number four in whichever category you pick? It is your choice. All right, can I get uh, a medium number four? All right, Justin is going to start with a medium number four. So that is off the board. John, if you want to take the screen now, here is a fast food location. Now, uh, I'll give it some time to update on your screen here. So medium number four. This is a log cabin themed version of this restaurant. It is in Niswa, Minnesota. Again, it's a log cabin version of it. Just take a look at the colors. Take a look at the stuff. Let me know what you think. Is this a log cabin? A. Chick-fil-A, B, Wendy's, C, Taco Bell, or D, Arby's. Which log cabin is it? Also, while, while, while you think about it, since, hold on, since, since there's no time limit here, while you think about it, I guess I'll, I'll explain to you guys how this works, too. So, Justin, if you were to get it right, uh, obviously you'll get the points. Now, if you get it wrong, John will have a chance to steal with one of the three remaining options. Now, if neither of you get it on that round, then that question is a wash, and neither of you guys will earn the points. So both of you guys will have one chance to get it. Uh, otherwise, 
question's a wash, just to keep it fair. So, Justin, which answer did you give? So Justin says that this log cabin over here in Minnesota, that this is a Wendy's location. Oh, a lot of valid choices. And what was it? This was a medium question, right? So mm-hmm. I think he got it. Yeah, he did get it. It was indeed. It's the Wendy's log cabin in Nistwa, Minnesota. Now, uh, ignore my crudely crudely drawn scribbly marks over the Wendy's location over the Wendy's logo. Just imagine that's a Wendy's logo there. And I don't know, man, I think this is it's pretty cool looking. Now, we haven't got to my favorite one yet. Obviously, my favorite one, the one that I like I want to go on vacation to, that would be sick is obviously in the large category because it's super cool. But Justin is indeed on the board with 2 points getting a medium question and John you get your next choice at categories let me go let's with bring uh, up the board here for posterity's sake yeah, let's get it all up know. there let's go with a large four. Oh, john is going with a large number four all right He's taking it off the board that is the possibility of three points should he get this right so a large is he gonna bite off more than he can chew that is a good question. <laughs> that is a a good question here. So the large number four would be this location right here. It is a church, right? It's the church of this restaurant, Church of Blank in Buffalo, New York. Now, again, you can get all the context clues that you want from it. I will even zoom in just a little bit so that you can uh, you can see it better. And so, chat, you guys can see it better if you are indeed playing along. This is the Church of Blank. Is it the Church of McDonald's? That's that restaurant. Is it the Church of Chick-fil-A? Is that the restaurant? Is it the Church of Subway? Or is it the Church of Starbucks? Stuff. Mm, that is a lot tough. of clues in this picture, too. <clears throat> yeah. What do you think it is? True Bethel Baptist Church in feel, Buffalo, New York. I feel like it's um, like because everyone knows of the association with churches and Chick Fil A. I feel like that's a that's a smokescreen. I feel like that's a, mm. that's a um, it's a trap trap maybe, answer. Maybe it is. See, here's the thing. I will give you guys. I'm I'll give you guys all a little bit of an insight into how I played this game. Right. So, uh, given the fact, and I guess. I'll just make the announcement really quickly. So the season two of Let's Play a Game Show is probably only going until the end of December. So these next few games that we're going to have every other week, I'm spending like a lot of time and effort on to really tune them in and get them right because there's not going to be a lot of them until the season's over. And I want want it to be fair. So with that in mind, are you still confident? Actually, you haven't made a choice yet. So yeah, I'm uh, do you want me to say my answer? Uh, you can. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with, uh, oh, fuck. I don't this, like it. This is a tough game. I've, um, I'm going to go with Subway. Subway. Is that your final answer? Yep. And that's four points, baby. It is indeed the church nice. of Subway. What gave it away? I personally, I, I can't say how I would have done here, but the green hood yeah. right here, they, this, that this, means it would have either been Subway or Starbucks, right? right? But it wasn't nearly a deep enough, uh, or it was too deep of a shade of green for it mm. to be Starbucks. Starbucks is more of like a closer to like a lighter. Little, wow. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. All right, this. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I think this is probably like my favorite game that we've played <laughs> it's so it's far. Well, it's well set up. This, yeah, I've spent a lot of time on this one. So finally, you put some thought into a fucking wow, game wow, wow. <laughs> I see. Wow. We're not, I see finally, we're is. not making up rules as we go. Fucking kangaroo. Wow. Court. Kangaroo game. <laughs> I watched the the Simpsons episode last night that Bart goes to Australia and I fucking I fucking love Australia. Did, did they have man. loaded cheese fries that, in that episode or No, they didn't. That's a little suspicious. The Simpsons is good at predicting the future, but I guess they didn't see the loaded cheese fry future. All right, Justin, it is now your pick to update the scores. Justin is trailing in this game 2 to 4 because John just ate up a fatty large one. Justin, now it's your choice. Which menu option do you want to go with? Wait, I, I should have three points, not four. Oh, yeah, three points. Yeah. There, there, in the old draft of this game, I had it at like uh, two, three, and four points yeah, for the categories, yeah. but then I changed it because I, I don't want to give you guys too many points. Yeah. That's You're my right. that's my 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 show my gamesmanship, my sportsmanship. Wow. You, I, I could have just you gotten right away with, with extra points, but you know, I wouldn't want to do that to Justin. You want to beat him fair and square. Yeah, I understand. He deserves that respect. He does. All right, Justin, what uh, what option are we going with here? What menu? We're going to go large number two. Uh, Justin is going to get a large number two in his next order of Let's Play game shows. Now, the large number two, I wonder, we still haven't gotten to uh, my favorite one yet. I'll point out my favorite one when we see it. So, the lo- it, it's this one right here. <laughs> this is my favorite one that I want to take a vacation Holy shit. to. Look at that. This is the large number two. This is an amusement park in, in fact, it's in Niagara Falls, Canada. And this is the blank amusement park in Niagara Falls, Canada. Is it A, Justin, the Steak and Shake amusement park in Niagara Falls, Canada? Is it B, the Wendy's Park in Niagara Falls, Canada. Is it C, the McDonald's Park in Niagara Falls, Canada? Or is it letter D, the Burger King Park in Niagara Falls, Canada? This is a tough one. I, I want to go here so fucking bad, by the way. This looks cool as shit. Did it update on your screen yet? You're a robot. Beep boop. Again, A, Steak and Shake. B, Wendy's. C, McDonald's. D, Burger King. What's the park here, fellas? John, what John did was... I, Justin, I, I know you didn't see this, but uh, what John did was he, like, got out of his chair and went... Oh, shit. What happened here? So he went... Uh, Oh, it was your fault. Okay. So what he did was he got out of his chair, went over to the couch and like kneeled down on the couch so that he could get a really (laughs) face up close personal look at the monitor so he could get a look at this one. He really wants to steal this one because he thinks you're getting it wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Go back. Oh, go back to it. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. I forgot I'm about that. Staring, I'm like inches from my TV screen, trying to try All right. right. It. Just like, just I like I was trying to do. I forgot that you're watching the the stream too. Plus, you know, I suppose chat. You, I guess, you also want to see this too. I suppose. 
I'll give you your options again. Is it the Steak and Shake Park, the Wendy's Park, the McDonald's Park, or the Burger King Park? This is in Niagara Falls, Canada. Chat, what do you think? There are some things in this picture that I think are some clues. I intentionally left some clues in some of the pictures and didn't block them out for the trained and observant eye. I am kind of running out of filler here. Thank God oh, for the background noise. This is, this is McDonald's for sure. This is McDonald's for sure, huh? Is that your final answer? You're going McDonald's, Justin. Well, nope. That is not the answer. John has one chance to steal before this question is a wash. Steak and shake. John is going steak and shake. And Damn it. that is also Burger King. not it. It, it was Burger you King. You should have. It is the Burger King Park in Niagara Falls, Canada. Almost went Burger King. But it, just the pictures looked too pristine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the burger pictures in there. I see what you mean. They looked like... Right. That's what I was That's what I was teed in on. And the quality of McDonald's pictures are they're always high. Yeah. high. Mm -hmm. I, and yeah. it looks like, it looks like a, a double quarter pounder in the middle there. I'll, here, take the screen off of us for a second. I'll show you the original version of it without the, uh, you know, without the, the scribblies on it, if I still have this thread up. Uh, I do. So I'll show it to you, like, what it looks like without all the stuff on it. So here's the picture of uh, Burger King Park. The reason I wanted you to take the camera off of this is because I scrolled past all the other answers. Wait, what'd you say? I'll scribble it up when you look for the sign. Uh, open. I would have seen see that. I none of us heard Either anything. First, you're you're literally robotting. All right, meet more. So, uh, that question is unfortunately a wash. Who picked that one? Was that you, Justin? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, John, it is your turn to pick your next menu item. Let's go large one. He's going large. He's getting a large number, number one. one combo, please, sir. I shall. With the cheese fries. I shall get one of those for you. So the large number one with cheese fries, that would be this location right here. It is. Let me. Oh, this is, I got to find like the right card for it. That's why it's a large, baby. Larges are the tough ones. It is the. Zoom in for me. Yeah. There you go, chat. It is the blank by the sea, and this is in Pacifica, California. Nice beach. Looks about right. So the blank by the sea, is it the subway by the sea? Is it B, the Taco Bell by the sea? Is it C, the Chipotle by the sea? Or is it D, a McDonald's by the sea? This one's a tough one. John's really, really leaning in right now to get a good clue. He really needs it. Huge clue. Could be a lot of clues in there. Here's the thing about this one. I don't think there's a lot of hints in this one. I think this one, you just gotta, just gotta blast it based on feel, man. That's why it's a large. It's a large combo. It's gonna make you sick. All right. Or maybe not. Give you your options again. Subway, no, Taco Bell, Chipotle, or McDonald's by the sea. What is it? It's tough. I agree. This one is a tough one. Mm. 
I'm like split. I'm split on two answers. Mm. Give me what are what are you split on? I don't want to give the other option to oh, Justin. Oh, that's true because Justin could potentially <laughs> steal. <laughs> Let me look at it one more time. All right. I already have my choice if okay, John Ju doesn't get it. Justin, what are what are your choices then? Because John's already got his mind made up already. So what do you? Uh, oh well, it's John's. It's John's call. Oh yeah, you don't want to influence him. You're right. This is a tough choice, and I had to give you guys infinite time because that's the only way that we could do this remotely. I'm almost starting to regret it a little bit. But at the same time, I do, uh, I do want this to be a fair fight. So, again, this is in Pacifica, California. It looks pretty Cali. It's got a nice Cali aesthetic, and all four it of these like places, a, like a beach house. Yeah, and all four of these places fairly prominent in California. So this this could be a tough one. It'll make sense if you once you know the answer. Once you get the answer, it'll make sense. All right, I'm going to lock it in. All right, what are you locking in? <sighs> I'm going to hate it if it's going to be my... Because mm. I'm going to change from my first answer, and instead, I'm going to go with Chipotle by the sea. You're going to go with the Chipotle by the sea. Mm -hmm. Fuck! And that was not it. Justin. No, I know what it is. You've got three three <laughs> options. Is it Subway, Taco it's Bell, or McDonald's? It is a McDonald's, damn it! It's not it a McDonald's. Not. It was not me. a McDonald's. What? It is what? in Pacifica, California, a Taco Bell by the sea, hmm. ladies and gentlemen. It was oh, indeed. See, what I was, what was going to be my giveaway if it was McDonald's is the trash can in the lower right. What? Oh, Remember what was? McDonald's has one of those trash cans. You're outside. right. You're right. Shit, I would have saw that, and that would have got me to say McDonald's. I, I was think. going by the tables. I was looking at the tables. Mm. See, this is one of those Taco Bell cantinas. That's why it looks so nice, but oh, it is. I haven't, I haven't been inside a cantina yet. Me either. I hear you can get like a cerveza in those. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, oh, so uh, no points here. That either. one also a wash. It is that one's out of here. See ya. I kinda See gotta, ya later. How you doing? Yeah, nice I gotta buy it. Go visit though. I know that that place does look pretty nice. Plus, I just kind of like. I just like the beach, man. It's cool stuff. So no points awarded on both of those large ones. You guys are really giving up some opportunities to earn points here because our point total is still at a whopping two points for John and or three points for John and two points for Justin. However, we still got some categories left to go. Justin, I believe it is your pick. So I will bring the board back up. We've got all we've got all of the small ones left to go medium number one two and three and we've got one more large meal that is ready for your consumption should you choose to play it oh yeah that's that's the one i'm going for of course i fucking knew it i knew i knew because this, this is this well, is this well, is how you guys real quick this is how you guys play in fucking category games is both of you guys pick the fucking largest point totals every time <laughs> Decide, <laughs> decide the game in like three fucking questions and then, you know, are all fighting for like little piddly points that are not making the difference in the game at all. However, fortunately, you guys fucked up and let all the large ones become a wash by not knowing them. That so makes the medium ones valuable. It does. It does now. It
it does make the medium more valuable. More value. Inadvertently, even though you guys uh, inadvertently ruined it, the game, be, just by virtue of you sucking, is going very well. So we have a large number three. That would be the final large category here. This is an ancient townhouse in Kyoto. However, it is also a place. Is it the ancient townhouse Starbucks? Is it the ancient townhouse McDonald's? Is it the ancient townhouse KFC? Or is it the ancient townhouse Long John Silvers in Kyoto? Oh my god, the catch is fucking Adolf Studio again. Here, you guys think about it. Maybe think about it out loud because I can't talk. Alright, Justin, pressure's on. Oh wow, there's... Absolutely there's no nothing. clues. Yeah, there's no tells, <laughs> which makes sense why it's the hard, highest point total, but still. <laughs> I don't know if that picked up on the mic. <laughs> Fucking cat. <laughs> All right, we got Cameron back. Oh, God, I, I put the... Oh, I didn't even... I yeah, I kind of figured. I don't think you can see it from there anyway, but... Uh, I'll give you your. I forget who's picking. Was it you, Justin? Yeah. Who's picking? All right. Yeah. So it's you a got Starbucks. It's a Starbucks, is it? Well, you got it. It is indeed a Starbucks. That's another three. So if you the... look in the window, did I leave a fucking logo a in there? Cup. Oh, I didn't see that. You're right. <laughs> no fucking way. I didn't see that. Wow. Honestly, I, I'm willing to chalk that up to like a Where's Waldo. If you see it, you see it. If you don't, it wasn't there. Did you Did you see that too, John? No, I didn't. Oh, I was, okay. right. But I was going to go Starbucks if he went another direction. Plus, I think, isn't it like common knowledge too that there's that there are a lot of Starbuckses in Japan that kind of look like this that are like uh, culturally appropriate, so to say. I've, I know that being a thing. There's another one in here that like I knew beforehand before seeing it just because I knew about it before, but this is another one, too, that I think I've heard about before, so maybe a little bit of an extra benefit if you had the past knowledge. Now, we do still have some questions left to get to, but we have a new point total. Justin has taken the lead with five points over John's three. However, we still have some categories left to go. Whose pick is it? It's my pick. All right, John, it's your pick. We've got all the small categories left to go, and also three medium orders give me a medium number one please shit <laughs> i just dropped the board well done at least it's i didn't drop the audio board <laughs> it fell on its head at birth so that would be a medium number one huh mm -hmm. well that would be this funny one right here this dwarf house also just so happens to double as a restaurant it is is that the one medium number one yeah it is it is this one uh this is doubles as a dwarf house but they call it a luau location this is in georgia right now is it a luau dwarf house mcdonald's is it a luau dwarf house chick-fil-a is it a luau dwarf house kfc or is it a luau dwarf house pizza hut Four valid choices. See, I tried to pick uh, places that all had kind of the same color scheme in their logo, too, because we obviously see that, you know, the aesthetic of this building. So I tried to make this one a little bit harder. This one is kind of tough. Chat, 
get your guesses in. What, the what kind again? of what kind of restaurant do you think this is between a McDonald's, a Chick-fil-A, a KFC, or a Pizza Hut? What is this dwarf house? This is a tough choice. I could see it being any one of these. I bet where you're looking at is the inside now to try to see, maybe get some clues. Mm -hmm. What's going on inside? I don't think you can get any from this one, though. I'm going to go McDonald's based on the tables. Mm, John is going to go McDonald's. Well, mm, not going to pay off. Justin, you have one chance to steal. Is it a Chick-fil-A, KFC, or a Pizza Hut? I'm going to go... Pizza Hut. Yeah, that was my second answer. Well, good thing you didn't go with that one either, because that one is also wrong. It is the Luau Chick-fil-A in Georgia. See, I would have thought, and I'm not surprised that neither of you guys got this one, because a Chick-fil-A is not what I would have associated with a dwarf house. I don't know. I don't know why the dwarf house is particularly funny, but they just kept it on there. The Chick-fil-A decided to keep it on there. Maybe it's because they're more traditional right that the chick-fil-a historical site too yeah and chick-fil-a wants to like keep the tradition of uh of you know the the structure of the building so justin is it your pick again correct all right yeah well, we got all four smalls Let's and get last medium there's two more mediums do you all want right, the medium yeah and the number two or the number three i'm gonna go with number three all right the number three of the medium Oh, this one's pretty sick. All right, so this is one that I want to go to. This is one, by the way, that I'm really hoping that I caught everything and blacked out everything. And if not, then, you know, I guess I just fucked up. So this is, this was the medium number three, right? That would be this one right here. Get all my cards. This would be the gothic version of this particular franchise in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Now, is it the Gothic In-N-Out Burger? Is it the Gothic Taco Bell? Is it the Gothic Panda Express? Or is it the Gothic Burger King? This is in Argentina. And it's goth, baby. I really hope I fucking blacked out everything that I needed to here. I even caught a couple ones that I missed at first first glance what were the uh the, the options the restaurants again in and out burger taco bell panda express or burger king which gothic version of a franchise is this did all the little scribblies try to at least this one's tough There's one that I realized based on the way that the name of the restaurant is scratched out. I think that eliminates one of them, at least, just based on how bad I did this. But still, if you don't know, you don't know. Maybe that didn't even didn't even impact anything. What are you thinking, Justin? What's your logic here? Burger King. You're wrong. It's not Burger King. You oh, got John, it wrong. You don't think it's Burger King. It might, huh? be, it might well, be Burger King. He was right. It was indeed the Gothic Burger King in Buenos Aires, Argentina. The blue part of the sign at the upper part of the building on the right. Really? Side. That that gave it away? See, I would have thought that, you know, they wouldn't necessarily have had to 
adhered to like, hey, this has to be a blue sign for this because of the fact that it's like a gothic building that, you know, maybe they could have just that maybe that was already blue and the restaurant just put its logo on it. But I I do see. I do think that uh do think Burger King makes sense. But do you do you want to see the version of it without the scribbles on it? Because I think that uh Absolutely. All right, here, let me let me keep the camera on me while I scroll past all the other answers. No, I'm gonna put the camera on me. Oh and Justin, the uh, the the answer winner. Say Let's hi Justin. See where all right, here it is, right here. Yeah, see, when you see the sign in context, it makes a little bit of sense. And there were so many fucking little Burger Kings on here that I had to scroll out, that I had to black out. Like, this little mini sign here, I got that. The Burger King inside the building, I got that. Even the little side sign, I got that. And didn't get the fucking blue part of the sign because I didn't think it was relevant. But, alas, it's Gothic Burger King in Argentina. Hey, Pete. He didn't know what he was getting himself into. It's, it's random. Anyway, how many categories? Was that the last medium? Nope. No, we still got one more. I'm assuming that you're, John, you're yep. going for the last medium. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm not even going to pick up the right, fucking board. I'm not even going to pick up the fucking board. If, if the computer will cooperate with me. Number two is the last one. Okay. Well, medium number two would be a tent. This is in Qatar. Looks kind of soccer-y. I would imagine that it's probably some kind of soccer-related thing. This is in Qatar. It is a tent. Now, what kind of tent is it? You may wonder. Is it the McDonald's tent? Is it the Whataburger tent? Is it the Hardee's tent? Or is it the Domino's pizza tent? Now, of course, with that last question, Justin has taken the lead of seven to three. Game is still possible, though. This is still the last two-point question. Is it a McDonald's tent, a Whataburger tent, a Hardee's tent, or a Domino's pizza tent in Qatar? They do soccer things over there. That's the only way that I know them is from soccer, because the World Cup being a thing is the only time I ever hear about them. It's the only time they're in the news. This is a tough choice. Options one more time. The options. Is it the McDonald's tent, the Whataburger tent, the Hardee's tent, or the Domino's pizza tent? In Qatar. Uh, I feel- I, it's easy because I know the answer, but I just saw a clue in the thing that I think would have given me the answer if I was guessing. What do you think? Sheesh. This one's a tough one. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't even remember which one that is. That would be this one. Try it. See if it works. Hello, hello. Oh, God. There we go. All right. That's close enough. Yeah. Oh, man. So... very difficult I know but it's a tent a Katarian tent it's not a Star Wars character by the way 
It's a soccer character. This is for two, count them, two points. John is trailing by four. A lot to make up here. Six points left to claim still in this game. Down by four, he has got to take most of them. Some would say a dire situation, but I don't necessarily know if I would be one of those people. You can make an argument for it. And yet still, he wants to win. Because mm. who knows, the trophy for season two could even be greater than this trophy for season one. Who knows? Yeah, this is real tough. I don't even know. He's really taking his time over there thinking about I it, too. I know it. <clears throat> um, I, like, I keep on going back and forth in my mind between these two mm. options. It's a tent. It's a restaurant franchise tent. But which restaurant franchise? Is it McDonald's, Whataburger, Hardee's, or Domino's Pizza Tent in Qatar? Excuse me. Could see mm. it being any of them. They're all somewhat related to soccer. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Also, all international brands, too. I was very careful about the multiple choice question writing for this one. I threw some pretty good red herrings in there. Mm. Overall, I just really had it. Have we had a McDonald's answer yet? Uh, let's see. I don't think so. Out of all the ones we've done. Oh, I, I, I tore up half so. of them and then didn't tear up the other half of them. Uh, let me look at the answers. So. We have not had a McDonald's one yet. Does that make does that change the dynamic for this question at all? You know what? <sighs> Against my better judgment, I know I'm gonna regret saying this, but I'm gonna. I just like the ring of a Domino's pizza tent. Mm, a Domino's I'm gonna, pizza I'm gonna go tent, with huh? Domino's pizza tent. Is that your final answer? You're going yep. after all this time of thought. You're going with the Domino's yep. pizza. Yep. All right. Well. Yeah, I knew it. That was not it. That was not the right answer. Sick. All right, Justin, you've had plenty of time to think, too. I'm hoping that you took the opportunity to do so during this time. It was not Domino's. Correct. It was not Domino's. That means it is either McDonald's, Whataburger, or Hardee's. McDonald's? McDonald's. So you're you're going with John's original logic, right? The McDonald's. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what is your final answer, sir? I'm gonna go with Hardy's final answer. Go. Hardy's. You should you zigged when you should have zagged because this is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, McDonald's. the McDonald's tent in Qatar. Was that your your backup answer, John? Yeah, that was gonna be my original answer because you look at the uh, like the sign going into it. That seems to be your theme tonight, where you pivot off of what your original answer was going to be, and then you get it wrong, and it was like, it, it was your gut feeling half the time. So you still got some chances to maybe go with your gut feeling in the small categories. Yeah. I, Justin got it wrong, too. So that is still, a, that is a wash. Still four points behind. Four points to 
be offered still. So, John, you know so what this what's means, the right? What original image look like? Oh, yeah, I will show you the original image, actually, if you uh, want to swap it on over here. What is this, like a, like a neon version of Ronald McDonald behind, that's, like, right next to the room? Here, I'll... All right, now, now it's up on the screen. That is, uh, that's the original version of the McDonald's tent. I, it actually doesn't really look that much like a McDonald's. Like, it's not super McDonald's branded. Now, I did, I did, uh, block out a major clue here, which is this drive-through post right here that you can yeah. see on the video screen. If you're watching the video, if you're listening to the podcast, there's that little drive-through, uh, like flag that you have to drive under that says clearance three point whatever meters. And I blocked that out. So I tried to block out some of the clues here. But here's what what kind of gave it away for me a little. Look, the, the tents look like they're kind of an M aesthetic, like they're trying to go for an M shape. I don't know if that's a little bit of a reach, but it looked kind of McDonald's-y to me. I don't know. Well, I don't, think the, about I don't think the tents in the background have anything to do with Not in the back, but especially on the building, too. It, it looks like a pair of tits and the nipples on the roof right up here are sticking right out. It because uh, old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, so the cow tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And McDonald's is like it's it's got to be old reliable for God too. Like you know when God needs a little suckle at the teat, he'll just you know maybe put his head down right on this tent, this McDonald's tent I here that's in what Qatar. The pyramids in Egypt were for. Uh, that's what the uh, actually you're right. Their their milk has got to be dusty and dirty by now though. I mean they've been sitting under there for quite a long time. So four points left to go. However, John, since you're four points behind, you still are in it. But you know what that means, right? Got to get them all. Exactly. You've got to get all four of the small answers here. Is it your pick or is it Justin's, Justin's. pick? All right. It's Justin's pick. So, however, this game, this is a game with very many opportunities abound. Uh, I should probably take that one off. I'm going to go with number two. So Justin is taking the number two number small. Two. Number small... two holds up four fingers. <laughs> you fuck. So the small number two would be... Again, keep in mind, these are supposed to be easier. These are the small ones. You guys saved this for last. So the small number two. This would be the Big Chicken Blank. It is a restaurant that is modeled after a big chicken in i believe this is south carolina this is the only one that i didn't write down but i i remember most of these because i spent a lot of time on them now is it the big chicken chick-fil-a is it the big chicken kfc is it the big chicken popeyes or is it the big chicken bojangles oh it's bojangles for sure bojangles for sure well it was not bojangles for sure John, you've got three options. Is it Chick-fil-A, KFC, or Popeyes? This is the big chicken version of what? The options again? The options of the ones remaining. Is it the big chicken Chick-fil-A, the big chicken KFC, or the big chicken Popeyes? chicken related small right? meal yeah <laughs> um let's just go with uh that's a big cock Ooh. 
need to get this one it's right got, to stay alive. I know. Uh... Chick fil A, KFC, or Popeyes. See, I'm getting to that point where I'm like overthinking again. <clears throat> what does your gut tell you? Well, <clears throat> my gut tells me that it's uh, that it's uh, Chick Fil A, but we've already had a Chick Fil A answer, right? That doesn't mean that it's excluded, right? Exactly. Um, off the top of my list, there are I don't want to say how many, but there are a couple of duplicates. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with Chick Fil A, um, just because I think I see in the window it says Chick somewhere. I don't know. Mm. I'm just gonna go with Chick. Using a window clue, huh? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Man, just can't see it. It says Colonel, literally Colonel Sanders on the side of the building. Yeah, I, I wanted to say, I wanted to say that because of the color scheme on the side, the the red, the red and the white. KFC. See, I didn't block that out. And that too, that was a, I didn't see that. That was a dead giveaway. It's interesting that you noticed that because I saw that and I couldn't read it, so I didn't block it out. But if that's what that says, you know, that actually looks exactly like that. So, uh, wow, yeah. Honestly, the fact that you, it, that slipped both of you guys and this question is a wash, even though I literally didn't block out the fucking Colonel's chicken. Not bad. Yeah, but I didn't see I didn't see that yeah. until, or pay attention to that until after I gave my mm, answer. Well, that sounds like a you problem. But regardless, yeah, definitely. we have got three still left to go. Lead, John can still make up some points for the one. overall game here. He has taken number one to try and minimize his score deficit going into the next game. So the small number one, that would be this one right here. Now this one is in the pyramids. It's in Cairo, in Egypt. And there's a restaurant out there. Is it the Pyramid Pizza Hut, the Pyramid Panera Bread, the Pyramid Papa John's, or the Pyramid Domino's? out there in the pyramids uh pizza hut pizza hut that is the correct answer that will give him yeah because you left a pizza on the table well, there, yeah there's three pe there's three possible answers that were pizza <laughs> i put three of the choices were pizza in fact doesn't panera bread also have pizza they do now but they do yeah they do now but i think this picture was taken back in the 80s See, still these are one points you know these are these are supposed to be easy yeah these are one pointers supposed and... to be but we fucked up <laughs> see th this is the only other one right that i knew based on previous knowledge because i knew i remember reading some article like there's a fucking pizza hut out there in the pyramids that like I think my dad went to when he was in the army that he told me about that might be how I know this but uh, See, for me it was the tiles yeah that's true the it, tiles yeah it's meant to be meant to be an easy one plus you know I don't know why I thought that maybe it was more possible that somebody else would also have the prior knowledge that hey there's a pizza hut over in Egypt for some reason so that would have been just a throwaway in case anybody happens to know it so two options left whose pick is it again Justin's. Justin's. All right, you got three or four, Justin, in the smalls. Uh, yes. I swear to, I swear to fucking God. So fucking help me, God. All right, I'm picking for you. We're you're you're getting a three. I'm, you're getting a three. God damn it. So that would be this one right here. This is the. Oh shit! I tore it up already. Oh my god! I need to put the card back together. <laughs> I tore up the answer already, and it has. Okay, here we go. This I only need the half of the card that's got the 
Look at this chat. This is what I'm. This is what I'm reading off of. This. This is the. This is the key card. Valid game show host here. So, this is a UFO themed restaurant over in uh, Roswell, New Mexico. It is a UFO themed version. McDonald's right. got a play, play place, place for yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Is that really a play place? Yeah. Also, I noticed <laughs> it's definitely a McDonald's. Does it say play place on it? No. I mean, it's it's a McDonald's. No. Okay. So, like, but it's also yellow and red themed in the windows, the neon. That's that's kind of a dead giveaway. As I, well. I put some of the other places. Like, I legitimately looked up fast food places that have uh, yellow and red logos and put the rest of those in there. Like, uh, like Waffle House and Subway and Popeyes apparently also have red and yellow ish kind of logos. So those were the choices. But it's the Mick UFO in. Where did I say this was? Roswell, Roswell, New Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, so this is the Mick UFO. See, I thought, I don't know why I thought this was like some fucking roller coaster add-on and not a play place. It's a very, very elaborate play place. I don't know why kids need such an elaborate play place, but, I mean, congratulations. Well, see, you got the alien children that live out there. They need things that are more complicated to be more Ah, engaging. I see. All right, John, you have one more chance. This is your choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, one more chance to make up some ground with a small number four. Again, I pick number four. Congratulations. You got it. <laughs> I don't think this one's going to be that hard either. Again, these are smalls. These are meant to be easy, which, you know, it's you guys' fault for saving the small ones for last. But this is a spa version of this fast food place in Helsinki, Finland. Is it the Burger King spa? Is it the McDonald's spa? Is it the Dairy Queen spa? Or is it the Wendy's spa? It's a spa version of this restaurant. There are little towels there. Nice bench. Have a sauna after you have a fast food for some reason. Because why not? You sweat out the yeah. burger you just ingested. Oh, God. It, then I imagine somebody like sweating out fucking grease. And, ugh, gross. Burger King, McDonald's, Dairy Queen, or Wendy's spa in Helsinki, Finland. For one point to make up some ground in the overall game. I mean, I'm going to go Burger King because of the circular kind of shape. That would be it. It is the Burger King spa in Helsinki, Finland. Do you guys want to see the... I, in fact, this is the one where I want to show you guys uh, the original version of this. Because I... Like the original version was the number one uh, restaurant on this thread and was the thing that caused me to click on the thread and be super interested in it. So here's the Burger King right here. Okay. This is, uh, there's fucking Burger King towels and just the Burger King logo on the TV in the middle of the spa. I, I kind of want to not think about Burger King after I've eaten Burger King. Now, here's another question, chat. Are you going in the spa before or after you eat? Like, are you using the Burger King as a way to, you know, do like a post spa? Hey, we did it. We got there, got through this. Or are you going to the restaurant like after you eat? What's how do you even play this chat? What's I mean, you have to do it afterward because you don't want to like go yeah, into it's the ultimate cleanse. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, you don't want to like be sweaty as fuck and then. And then go in and be like, I'd like to order a burger and get yeah. more meat sweats. Oh, I, yeah. I want to sweat out my burger instead of sweat and then ingest a burger. Sounds hot.
ultimate level of comfort. Well, not comfort, but relaxation. Because you're you're relaxed from eating, and then you go in there and you sweat out and get even more relaxed because your muscle tension releases from the heat and oh, you I feel exhilarated. I think that would be a fantastic thing. I don't know that I've ever like walked away from a Burger King and felt relaxed. Has anybody? <laughs> My stomach is upset. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> it's the spa. You go to the exactly. you go into the spa or the sauna, and you and you sweat out the uh, the burger, like you said, and you feel great afterwards. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of episode two of season two of Let's Play a Game Show. To recap the scores, we have winning on the day, Justin at eight points, and John a little slightly behind him at five points. Now, the overall scores, though, heading into the next round, Justin slightly advanced his lead at 13 points, and John still not very far behind. Plenty of room to make up at nine points, so only four behind. Plenty of room to go. Plenty of game to be played. We've still got a couple more weeks of Let's Play a Game Show, and we will duke it out once more in two weeks. But for now, that will wrap up tonight's edition of Let's Play a Game Show. Wow, that was perfect timing on that drop. Yeah. Good work. Good work. I didn't even intend that. So it's almost uh, like we're professionals. I know. I look. I have to. I have to kill it at least once. I have to get something right at least once per show. That way, it makes up for all the other times that the audio get issues. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> look, if I prove all, I got to do is prove that I can do it once. Right. Then that 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 means we're good. We're 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 Gucci. So that immediately discounted for all the other times that things went wrong in the middle of the show today. So I'm I'm glad. I'm glad we got there, fellas. So. Uh, I've been putting this off for a couple weeks, but while we're out of time tonight, I still, you know, I think we're going to push it back another week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will it ever happen? Stay tuned next week to find out. So, uh, I am going to push back the escape the simulation launch segment yet again for another week because, we are out of time, and I actually am, for metrics sake, I'm trying to keep the podcasts post-editing under two hours, and I realize that I'm not helping that out at all by continuing to uh, speak, but uh, I just 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 trying to help the metrics out a little bit, and also trying to uh, kind of get the fuck out of here, because it's about that time, fellas, so... Thank you all for uh, listening and watching and subscribing and supporting all of us. Again, get your Reclaim Your Soul shirts. Let me put Justin back on the camera here so that he can show off his Reclaim Your Soul shirt before we uh, dip for today. So you can get yours. Oh, that is such a sick shirt, man. That is so fucking sick. So you can get yours. Head on over to simulationradio.com slash shop. All the colors to pick from. You can get yours now and add it to look add it to the top tier of your shirt collection as we've discussed tonight uh you're only an effective human being if you rank your clothing in at minimum two or three tiers okay so if you don't do that then you're probably lost as a person so i got something new for you to add to the collection simulationradio.com slash shop that will be the design drop that is up and the latest one for 
probably another couple months until we get a new one. Might drop drop one for the holidays, depending on you know how things shake out. I, I'm gonna be pretty busy the next two months, so we might push the drop back to like maybe a spring drop next year. We'll we'll see how this shirt does and see you know how people enjoy it. So we'll get some of that done. Uh, next week, do the show as normal, depending on what kind of news is going on. We'll get to all of, of course, the important things going on in the world and continue to have some fun with all of you. Thank you for listening, for watching, subscribing. Uh, do be sure to follow at Simulation Radio she on everything. Doobie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do be sure. That's my mom's maiden name, by the way. Is it really? D-U-B-E. That's how they, they spell it. They're the Doobie family. Nice. So I'm I'm going to a wedding this weekend of somebody on my mom's side, one of my cousins on my mom's side of the family. And it's a little bit weird because, okay, I'm going to extend the show a little bit to tell the story, but I'm glad you glad we got there anyway. So uh, my mom and my dad are divorced, right? They broke up a little while ago. I've told bits and pieces of the story multiple times. And I did also tell the story uh, a couple weeks ago. How about how my dad got remarried recently? And I haven't told my mom about this yet. Like I, she doesn't know. She doesn't know that my dad's remarried. Like, and surprise. Some, and it's also to somebody that like he knew that he was a coworker with. Uh, Ooh, when he and my juicy. mom were together. Like I remember going to this place. Like when I was young, my dad would take me to this place. They, I used to go to all their Christmas parties. It was like this fucking generic marketing company that him and her used to work with. And I, I guess they were friends, and they got they got married. I haven't told friends. my mom. Right. Yeah. And I haven't told my mom this yet. I haven't told my mom that my dad got remarried. And so my mom, uh, when reminding me about my cousin's wedding that I'm going to this weekend, she sends me a text that's like, uh, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about asking your dad if he wants to go. Do you think that would be weird? And uh, because my dad and my mom's side of the family, like we're really close for a while. Like, you know, they that it's one of those situations, right, where, you know, you get close to your significant other's extended family and you know them for a long ass time. It's, it's one of those things. Right. And so my mom asked me if she thinks it would be weird if uh, she asked my dad if he wanted to go to the wedding. So I don't know what to tell her. I still I'm I'm still dancing around it, by the way. And I'm telling the story. No, knowing full and well that this will be another I'll get in trouble situation if anybody hears about it. But, you know, at this point, we're fucking it's 1120, man. We are so far into the show that I don't give a shit. But not that I would give a shit at 901. So now the question comes into play is, do you encourage her to go to see the juicy drama that potentially unfolds or do you spare her? That that's, awkwardness. That's the line that I'm going for right now. Like, I still haven't told her that my dad has gotten remarried yet, which, by the way, like, my dad has moved on from that. Like, even if he was asked, he probably would not want to go, right? So I used that angle, okay? I was like, I, you, I told her, you can ask, but I don't think he's going to want to go. And I did this so that I could not be lying but also this not have to be the moment that you know the band-aid gets ripped off and i have to be the one that tells her that you know my dad's remarried i was gonna say is that even your place like is that even like do you do you foresee yourself as being the one revealing that trait or do you just kind of let it run its course because (sighs) there's no real reason like no benefit for her or uh, for her knowing she's gonna find out eventually and right but but would it have to be you that says it no it wouldn't have to be and so that's why i think that it probably doesn't need to be like 
I know this is going to be a thing that hurts her, too. So at the same time, I do kind of feel like I'm protecting her a little bit by shielding her from the awkwardness, which I know is going to happen because she, right. she it's going to make her sad. Look, I I'm just basing it off of like my read on how everybody involved in the situation feels but my gut feeling tells me that my mom is sad about that in particular or she would be so i'm gonna refrain from telling her i think i'll let her find out some other way now also i what if there's this world of fucking drama where like you know she did end up asking him and not telling me about it and then like my dad shows up to the fucking wedding this weekend and i'm like eh. which is not gonna happen actually but what if what if yeah so I don't know. That's I'm trying to get stuff done this weekend, but I have to go to a wedding and I don't want to go, but I have to go. Otherwise, everybody's going to hate me. I already don't see them a lot. But I still don't want to go. I want to do something else. But it's anything anything else <laughs> Nah, it's it's not i mean it could be fun like it sounds like it could be a fun wedding so i don't know i'll i'm gonna try and keep an open mind about it even though i don't really want to go and i've got better stuff that i could be doing but i'll i'll keep an open mind you never know so uh that's it from us thank you for following liking subscribing doing all the stuff we will see you next week stay tuned very good stuff coming up in the new year and follow us on social media at simulation radio and everything to learn about it as it happens. Stay sexy, everybody. Oh, 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 o